everyone. Happy Friday. It's another weekend. Eric and Dale are back with me. We're going to be talking about our ballers, busts, and honorable mentions from week 10. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. All right, guys, can you guess who my baller is? You're probably going to guess. No. You have to is know. It a Steeler? No. Oh, uh, then no. You can't guess. I mean, he's on my fantasy I, team. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Seven receptions, 127 yards, and that amazing touchdown grab. Amazing. He said after the game, don't ever say it's impossible. And I mean, he was right. I mean, I thought it was impossible. There was only 11 seconds left. And I'm like, oh, they're going to lose. And after he caught that catch, I was like, wow, I couldn't believe it. I was literally screaming at the TV. I actually can't imagine how the Bills fans and the Bills sideline thought in that moment. Like, I was kind of like, ooh, because Josh Allen just had his own little, you know, touchdown drive. So he probably was thinking he sealed the win. And then when you get that Hail Mary from Kyler Murray, it was beautiful. Hail Murray. Hail Murray. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It's got to be crushing. It's got to be the way that uh, Stanford felt after Cal returned the kickoff. through the band and in for the touchdown and the play back in the eighties. Yeah. Not to rain not to rain on your parade with your baller, but if he doesn't bring in that that long last second super lucky touchdown reception, his foul line really isn't well all that great for the game. But he did. I mean that's a big chunk of yard and the T D just saying. I know, but he did. So you can't say it because he did. Okay. It was beautiful. It was meant to be. All right. It was a hell of a catch. Yeah, it was a hell of a catch. Dale, who is your baller this week? Uh, well, last week we uh, we picked on Tampa Bay a bunch for their anemic running game and record-setting uh, low amount of carries. Um, so I thought it was only fair this week to go with Ronald Jones. He had uh, 23 carries, 192 yards, and one touchdown. That was a 98-yard touchdown run. Yeah. So uh, I figured credit where credit is due. And not to be a hater, but you take away his 98-yard touchdown and pretty uh, well, pretty ho-hum. But, hey, you know, you got to – 22 carries for 90-some yards is not the worst day. No. Not not a not a baller of the week day, but not, not a terrible performance either. Mm-mm. You're right. All right, just Eric. Just playing devil's advocate here. All right, devil's advocate. No, I don't know. I, I figured I had a pretty good idea that you were going to Andre Hopkins. But I, I, they all threw me a curve there with Ronald Jones, to be honest. So I'm going to also pick a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Tom Brady had a huge bounce-back game. 28 of 39 for 341 yards, three touchdown passes, and a rushing touchdown. And uh, they took care of the Carolina Panthers pretty easily. Still doing it at 43 years old. Uh, he looked pretty bad there week before against New Orleans, but uh, I, I think uh, Tom Brady still has a lot left in the tank, and he's going to keep it interesting going forward. He's my baller of the week. Okay. You know how no I feel about Tom so, Brady. No, I know. I said it's kind of why I picked him. Hmm. 
All right, I'll give it to him. He did have a he did have a good week. He did have a good week. I can give it to him one week. I can't always be a hater on Tom Brady. Let's move on to the bust. My bust is Carson Wentz. He was 21 of 37, 208 yards, and he let the Giants beat him. I really thought that Philadelphia after Zach Prescott's injury was going to have like a smooth sailing to being like the one seed in the NFC East. Um, Yeah, I just I can't believe that they let the Giants beat them. I really thought that he played not great. And I feel like I don't I don't know the Philadelphia Eagles need to do something. I don't know if it's the coach. I don't know if it's the quarterback. I don't know if it's their whole I know they have a couple injuries still, but still not good. Need to clean house and start over, maybe. Yeah, it's nothing. Nothing's gone right there. Nothing's gone right. I, I listen to a lot of people debate about the what the problem is Philly. Is it is it the coaching? Is it the quarterback? I think it's an overall lack of weapons. Yeah, in a way, um, they don't have a whole lot to write home about as far as weapons for Carson Wentz, and the, de- the defense similar similarly is. Average at best, I would say, probably closer to below average. Yeah, I mean, so, off the top of your head, who are the who are their starting running back and who are their pass catching threats? Um, I honestly can't name them. Name a starting their starting running back off the top of my head. And and doesn't that kind of say it all? Like what with what you're saying is that they don't really have much surrounding him. Right. I mean, he's reminding me a little bit of Joe Flacco, um, except he didn't have the run in the playoffs. He had. He had his run of uh, really excellent play in the regular season. And ever since that has happened, he's been at best mediocre. Um, now, I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I don't know what connection there is, if any, between, you know, Flacco and Wentz. But that's what he's starting to remind me of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Just disappointed. That's all. All right, we'll move on. Dale? Who's your bust? Uh, well, you could probably just go back to last week, take the recording there, and uh, run it back, pl- press play again. I knew you were uh, going to do that. Because two straight weeks, it's James Conner. 13 carries, 36 yards, 2.8 yards per carry. I'm a starting running back in the National Football League on a team that has won nine games in a row. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously not affecting the team's ability to win. No, it's not. Um, or at the very least, maybe it's, it's affecting their ability to win comfortably in some of the games that they've won, um, maybe in a fashion that's not as dominant as they should have. But we may get into that a little bit later. Um, but I, you know, regardless of the fact that their, their offensive line is not, has not been effective at run blocking. You know, when we went over those statistics from Pro Football Focus, uh, et cetera, last week, he just needs, he needs to bring it more. He needs to do better. Uh, 2.8 yards per carry is not going to cut it. And, uh, another, uh, honorable mention, another loss for Ron Rivera. And, uh, <laughs> those are my busts of the week. Oh, I love it. Eric, who is your bust? All right, so this is a tough decision for my best, but I have uh, three, in my opinion, uh, solid candidates. And I passed up on James Conner, knowing my boy Dale would uh, come through for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. my personally, this bus was, was affecting me. It was Jonathan Taylor of Indianapolis. 
Indianapolis has now gone to three running back attacks, and Jonathan Taylor, while still getting touches, has been largely ineffective. Mm-hmm. He had seven rushes for 12 yards and two receptions for 25 yards. But um, when they were in the red zone or when they really needed uh, to get some get get some yards or get first down, they definitely were not looking his way. Cost me big. In fan- I mean, I would have got beat in fantasy. I was in fantasy. It was horrible last week. But uh, Jonathan Taylor has gone from somebody that I looked at as uh, one of perhaps one of the top running backs in fantasy. I thought he would be a rookie of the year candidate. And now I have cut him from my fantasy team. Ooh, ouch. Uh, so, so he is my bust. He is your bust. I agree. He got, he got cut. Um, all right, guys. I'll move on to my honorable. Yes. My honorable is my guy, Big Ben. He had 27 of 46, 333 yards, and four touchdowns, four on the day. He looked good. He looked like Big Ben. His arm looked good. He looked pretty, pretty good. Do you guys like that? A bit more incompletions than I would have liked if I if I was a Steelers fan. Um, a but better, they, I guess. they they did uh, they did more or less what they were supposed to do. Yeah, and I thought Ben looked. I thought he looked pretty good. I think it's pretty evident when you look at how the Steelers did last year. They were a 500 team with their their second and third string quarterback. Um, it just goes to show how much of a gap there is between a starting quarterback and a backup quarterback, or a good starting quarterback and backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, Big Ben. You know, so Big Ben is essentially. Let's just say, I'm not going to say they're going to go undefeated, but I think 14 and two is very possible. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at their remaining schedule, that's a six-win difference just from uh, having him in the lineup. And he he still hasn't like looked bad. He hasn't. There's never been. It hasn't been a game yet where I've been like, "Oh, Big Ben's getting old," or "Oh, Big Ben can't can't uh, do this much longer." There's a few games where I felt like he was purposely not putting a lot of mustard on the ball if he was just placing it ever like just kind of dropping it in there and not really trying to fire it in. Okay. So I, th- I was a little concerned that maybe he was, he was experiencing some some arm pain or weakness, but not that was a while ago. So I, I mean, yeah, like good for the Steelers. All right, Dale, who is your honorable this week? Well, I, I figured I needed to get creative because I had a feeling that uh, some of the folks that we've already talked about, like Ben, Mike Brady and definitely DeAndre Hopkins were going to show up. So I went with Marquez Valdez Scantling, um, four catches for 149 yards and a touchdown and a 37.3 yards per catch average. Wow. I didn't so realize... decided to go a little outside the norm outside of the box this week. Yeah. That's, I didn't realize he had that big of a day. Wow. Something I missed. I'm happy you brought that to my attention. That's a big day. He's a he's a solid, um, if not always consistent, uh, rece- receiver for them. Maybe that's why they didn't bring in anybody else. They they knew what they had was good, and they were like, we don't really need any receivers in Green Bay. We have good ones, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that I that I rely on him to be able to do this 
you know, against all the teams. But uh, this past week, he did just fine. Yeah, that's good. All right, Eric. Last but not least, who is your honorable? Uh, this is tough. This is a tough decision because there are two. There, I have it down to two choices of people I wanted to prop up. But uh, my heart, I'm going to go with my heart. Okay. And my honorable mention is Nick Chubb. Aw, Nick Chubb. 19 carries for 126 yards. One touchdown should have been should have been two, but mm-hmm. uh, he was he was doing the gentlemanly thing mm-hmm. and saving the rest of his teammates and having to go back out and play defense, uh, which is really really smart if you think about it. Although I think there's a there's a better chance of fumbling a, a snap on a um, on a kneel down play than there is for a team to score. 10 points in the final minute, but that's just me. Uh, funny, funny side note. I, I heard a, a radio show this morning and Charles Barkley was on it and it was a Cleveland show and he said that he wanted to punch Nick Chubb in the face Ew. because, uh, Barkley had the Browns, Barkley had the Browns, uh, to, to win and cover <laughs> at four and a half. And as he was running down the field, Barkley was jumping up and down and very excited. And then when Chubb went out of bounds, it, it cost uh, Charles Barkley, a lot of money. Well, I heard so, that. Um, yeah, I heard that Kevin Stefanski, though, like there's like a code word when they're not like not supposed to score. Like I heard him, he was in like a press conference and he said, you know, I said the word and, you know, Nick Chubb did the yeah. right thing. So, I mean, he he did what his coach yep. asked of him. So, I mean, I don't know why people are so mad that he didn't get the touchdown. I'm like, that just shows it, how unselfish he is. Only fantasy football players and gamblers are upset at him for well, not scoring. Well, sorry. His coach told that him to do his job, and he right. did his job. They're not worried about that. Yeah, he did his job. So. I, I had Nick Chubb in fantasy, and I, I guess I would have been a little bit upset if it would have cost me a game, but I lost by like 50, so it didn't, didn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was, I was, When he first ran out of bounds, I was like, why did he do that? And then I realized, like, oh, well, they won the game then. But when I read, like, saw it in the press conference, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I, like, Nick Chubb, he is like, I don't know, he has like such a cool, like, ease about him. He doesn't really show off. You don't really see him doing any, like, crazy sideline things. He just gives the ball back after he picks up a solid, like, 20 yards. He's just like, here. He's just always I, is so chill. I think he, he literally is what Cleveland. Cleveland fans and Cleveland as a city thinks they are, regardless of whether or not it's true or not. He's just, he goes, he goes out there. He does his job. He doesn't say much. He's not too flashy. He just goes out there and gets the job done. Yeah. Yeah. I really like him. Adam always says he wishes he played for the Steelers. So, you know, you got a good running back. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That would be scary. I mean, if you plug him, if you plug him into the Steelers offense, he would he would be able to fit right in and be effective. That's he would. For sure. He would. And Adam always says it. He goes, if there's any way ever to get Nick Chubb, I'm all about it. I mean, he he's so good. It, you showed in that game having him back how important he is to Cleveland. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and don't forget to rate our show. And you can check us out at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers.